Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Today we have a great malicious compliance story about working certain hours. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I'm not authorized to go get water? Alright. Now, before I start, here's a bit of context for the situation. I work in the boat industry as an engine tech and parts painter. I know, quite a broad range right there. Anyway, the company I work for is quite old and the building I work in is even older. The heating system is trash and we really lack anything in the way of air conditioning and it's boiling outside right now. Earlier today, I had started overheating really quickly as the temperature rose in the building. I have a medical condition where my body can't regulate temperature well, meaning I'm at risk of passing out. I was going to get a bottle of water from the fridge to help me cool down when I was stopped by one of the company's managers. Let's call him Kyle for this story. Kyle said, where are you going? I said, I was only going to get some water. Kyle says, you're supposed to be working right now. You can get the water during the coffee break. I say, I I don't think you understand that I can actually be in danger from this heat right now. So, could I please go get one bottle of water? He says, no, you're not authorized to leave your work before the clock strikes. Now shut up and get back to work. I say, roger that. Keep in mind that this conversation was held in front of my coworkers. Cue malicious compliance. I got back to work, making sure to put on some extra coal, just to make sure I made up for lost time. Basically, I was forcing my body into shock and heat stroke was just around the corner. Fast forward around 30 minutes, I had to tell my coworkers through my strained breath that I don't feel too good. What was actually even worse now, as I was working on the deck of one of these boats, give or take 3 meters above the floor, when I made my way towards the ladder to climb down, I only got a very strained, oh crap, as I fell off the back and was headed straight for the concrete floor below me. Luckily for me, some coworkers reacted fast enough and managed to catch me before my head was split open on the floor. I woke up in an ambulance around an hour later. The EMTs were checking my vitals and were actually helping me. My boss came up to the door and asked me what happened. I told him exactly as I told you guys, and I also told him to check with my coworkers if he didn't believe me. Long story boring, I was brought to the hospital for a checkup just to make sure I didn't actually suffer any kind of trauma from the fall. A buddy of mine came with me to make sure I got there and back safe. A few hours passed, and my buddy got a call, he picked it up and it was Kyle. My buddy handed me the phone and I heard Kyle on the other end apologizing for actually almost getting me killed. The short version is that he was heavily reprimanded for what he told me and was put on watch. Didn't lose his position though so I guess I didn't fully win, but he was liable for the medical compensation for my situation. I did forgive him and just to rub it in a bit I just had to ask him, am I authorized to get water next time? And my buddy just laughed. I already got OSHA on the line and they're launching an investigation into this, so if nothing else, I just made Kyle's week even more horrible. Also for those who wondered, Kyle is pretty new and basically a bit of a brick? Can I call him that? Whatever. He's rough around the edges and generally doesn't believe people when it comes to their personal health. He's got that kind of, if you can talk then you can work mentality. 
So, in a way, he kind of deserved this. Osha will have a field day with his actions. So, I respect OP for committing to this, but they never should have committed to this. This is one of those situations where if they say, no, you're not authorized to get that water, you go and get that water anyways, because you're not going to die there due to heat stroke. I mean, forget falling from a great height and cracking your head open. It really does not take that much time to pass away when you start having symptoms of heat stroke. The only problem is a lot of people who are working paycheck to paycheck, if they're in a situation like this and they don't get that authorization to just go get water, they may not want to rock the boat in fear of losing their job that they need to survive. It's a scary prospect. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy hearing these awesome malicious compliance stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... Update. I'm not allowed to get water? Okay. First of all, hello again. I'm the idiot that almost died to prove a point. Before I continue, to all of you who were concerned about my safety and health, thank you. I never realized how many would care. I'd also like to apologize for literally putting my own life in danger to prove a point. It was stupid. My family, the nurses, my girlfriend, and many of you made me realize just how stupid I was, and I will be more careful in the future. I'm now out of the hospital after being completely stabilized, and I don't have any major trauma from this ordeal, so don't worry. A lot of things happened so far. My aunt, the main nurse assigned to me, and the nurses I knew personally all cussed me out for what I did, and told me to make sure I better get health and safety to invade my job for this. My aunt put me in contact with a representative, and I had a lengthy chat with said representative. This got the ball rolling for investigations to start. What I didn't expect was that even the police had to get involved. I was released from the hospital after a day and was told that I could work, but I was entitled to 10 minute breaks every hour if the temperature rose above 25 degrees Celsius indoors, which basically is every hour of the day. Anyway, I clocked in today and was immediately approached by some man and woman in high-vis and hard hats. The woman introduced herself as the representative I'd spoken to on the phone, and she basically asked me to backtrack and explain in detail what happened. I did, and she wrote everything down and let me be on my way. After reminding me to abuse my medical papers as much as I felt like, don't know why, she just said that and walked away. Didn't hear much more after that. The entire company was called into a large meeting about personal safety, and it was quickly established that I was the cause of said safety meeting. Whoops. Anyway, we were informed that Kyle, the dillweed manager, had been promoted to a normal worker, and that we would be entitled to 5 minute breaks every hour due to the heat. Nice. He also said that due to the heat, the company would be purchasing drink coolers, fans, and would be compensating any worker that had to go home due to illness prompted by the heat. This part though shocked me. OP is not allowed in any engine bay until winter due to temperatures in there being close to a sauna. We don't need him to almost die twice to understand his condition is severe. Basically, anywhere the heat rises above 30 degrees Celsius, I'm not allowed in for my own safety. That's as far as the situation has come. Once again to those who were worried about me, thank you. And I'm sorry for making you worry about someone like me. Thank you for your time. I think this is honestly pretty nice for OP, unless it like somehow prevents them from moving up the food chain. Like let's say you're working in a place where if you do regularly do work in those engine bays, you might have a better position, you might have more pay. That would kind of suck that they'd say, no, 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 you can't go anywhere near that. You might pass out again. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Then you'd be really kicking yourself for being stubborn enough to put your life on the line just to prove a point. Our next story is work on small freight first? Alrighty. So I used to work at a home improvement retailer that's popular in the Midwest United States. Nothing bad against the company other than the simple fact that it's retail and my fair share of customer stories. But today, this story is about my assistant manager at the time. At the time of this story, I was working as a morning stalker with two other guys and was their senior in seniority despite having only been with a company or store for six months and the older gentleman was the down stalker, took excess product on the top shelf and put it on the store shelves, was a freaking retired aviation engineer who just got bored of retirement and wanted something active. Kind of important to note. Our department manager, who was my first and absolute best manager, had a policy slash rule, call it what you will, where us stalkers would put away the heavy bulk items that can be taken off the pallets and thrown onto the shelves without unwrapping anything. Think pet food, cat litter, 5 gallon, 20 liter buckets of paint, etc. Yes, I know, weird combo, but that was what our department did. Paint and grocery. And we would work through the bulk items, working our way down to the smaller items, until we got to the smallest items, like theater box candy. One morning, we came into work on this particularly fine Friday morning, where the manager had the day off and it was the assistant manager for that morning, as well as the whole weekend. Managers alternated working on weekends, a reason I refused a management position, and it was this day that she felt she needed to up her game or something because she told us in the morning note to us stalkers that we needed to work on the smaller items first and work our way up to the larger items. We all exchanged looks and knew this was a bad idea, so I told them to just do the normal stuff, and I'd ask her when she came in an hour and a half later at 6.30am. She came in and unfortunately for us, me and the other stalker had finished our prospective pallets, while the down stalker was just working the usual rounds, walking up and down the ladder. I asked her if she really wanted to proceed with this line of process, 
as there were 10 pallets in the receiving area for our department, and six of them were bulk items we could have done in less than an hour. And one of the reasons we stalkers did the bulk items, as our manager would jokingly put it, he didn't want the sales team to smell like crap. Which makes sense if you ask me, cause I've smelt myself on the way home after working bulk freight all day, but I digress. But she was adamant that we did the small, piddly stuff, so the sale team could focus on making sales and other, more important tasks. One thing I failed to mention is that it was thunderstorming this Friday, which is a good day to me as I might as well live in Seattle, or other places where it rains a lot, which causes sales to drop automatically at our store, given its location of our city as only contractors don't give a hoot about weather. Without skipping a beat, the other stalker and I nodded our heads, and when the assistant manager wasn't looking, I grabbed the note she left for us from the recycling box we had to use for later, as I knew where this was going after how the day was going. To make an already long story not so long, the story repeated itself on Saturday, but rather than do a couple bulk items in the hour and a half we had before the assistant manager came in, we complied and did the small items like candy, off-the-shelf meds like aspirin and other small pain-in-the-butt items. We got maybe seven pallets of freight out on Friday, four of them being bulk, two on that Saturday, despite another 15 pallets coming in. Stalkers didn't work on Sundays. Us stalkers would work from 5am to 9am and it was Monday morning when the managers would switch places. So the department manager would be in at noon that day and it was at about 8.30am when the assistant manager realized how bad she messed up as we had over 10 pallets in the back aisle. But receiving was packed with another 20 to 30 in receiving, with over 20 of these pallets being bulk items we'd have done easily. Being friends with several people on sales, we came to find out that she told none of the salespeople to work on freight, and would even tell the ones who would work on freight when their daily tasks were done to work on something else, like straightening the shelves and whatnot. I also found out from friends in receiving that there were two more trucks coming in that day, which caused me and the other stalkers to giggle a bit. At about 8.30, the assistant manager told us, including the nice 67-year-old down stalker, to start working bulk freight to get as much out. Thing was, I had class at 10am and needed to go home to shower so I didn't smell bad, and the down stalker smirked and told the other stalker that we have to leave on time with him, and the other stalker coming up with their own reasons for having to leave on time. I don't remember what they said as a reason. Come that Tuesday, the department's manager's note told us to work on nothing but bulk freight, and that he wanted to talk to me specifically when he came in at 6.30. Soon as he came in, and before he could say a word to ask what happened, I took the papers the assistant manager gave us those two days, and placed them in front of him. If disappointed anger could kill, then his flared, nostril, deep breath and exhale would have killed the city as his eyes rolled back and he shook his head before laughing, before bringing the other stalker over and telling us whoever got the most pallets done would get $20. Sad to say I didn't win, but I did get a second place $10 bill. As I said, he was the best manager I've ever had so far. And before it's asked, we got 25 pallets done between us in those two and a half hours. I did 12, the other stalker did 13, and we joke he won because he took the last bulk pallet. Best part was the manager thanking us, handing us our winnings, and then telling us at 9 to go home and shower because we smell like crap. We still laugh about this to this day. This was a perfect if it ain't broke don't fix it type situation. 
everybody knew their jobs and did their jobs well and this person wanted to come in and try and reinvent it and spice it up try to fix it up even better our next story is you want me to work nine to five got it i work on a case with people from many different areas most of the people on the case work in a time zone that's three hours ahead of mine this means that i'm often on meetings or depositions that start around 7 a.m or earlier a couple of weeks ago i attended several days of a deposition starting at 5.30 for me each day. Those days I left the office at around 3 o'clock. My manager then called me into her office and demanded to know why I was leaving early every day. I told her about the situation, but she didn't care. She said, this is a 9 to 5 job. It doesn't matter if you're in earlier, you leave at 5 o'clock. Otherwise, people will think it's okay to come in and leave whenever they want. Well, 9 to 5 it is. I started arriving in the office promptly at 9. This unfortunately led to me skipping several meetings, but alas, it cannot be helped. One meeting I skipped, scheduled for 6am, is an important bi-weekly one that my manager is also supposed to attend. She has never attended and always relies on me preparing her a report on the meeting so she can present it to her boss. When she asked for the report, I informed her that I was unable to attend the meeting since I work a 9-to-5 job and I don't want to give anyone the wrong impression. No report, sorry. As I left promptly at 5, I peeked through the window to her office and got a great view of her trying to explain herself to her boss. Today, she called me and dejectedly informed me that I can leave the office whenever I want from now on. I just really respect the people who allow you to come in a little bit earlier and leave a little bit earlier as long as it perfectly works in the entire workflow of whatever business this is. If it looks bad to other people or if anybody complains about it, you explain that the other person can start coming in at 5 in the morning and leaving early too then. See if they're willing to take up that offer. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.